inside your tiny mind Then look a bit harder Cause we're so uninspired So sick and tired Of all the hatred you harbor So you say It's not okay to be gay Well I think you're just evil This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Shady's Mall down to Kirk. And I'm TF. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. It's going to be late today, but yeah. we're recording the same day and posting, so. Is it my fault? I take the blame. All her fault. That's fine. I don't care. God, mine looks much louder than yours. I know, and I'm pretty close still. <laughs> You're just way too quiet. I'm exhausted. There we go. We'll move it up just a tad. Just a tad. Oh. Well, you're far away from your microphone again, too. I'm not that far. You need to move it closer to you. Oh, I'm just going to sit like this. There you go. That's perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like, hello. Welcome to Shitty Small Town ASMR. So hopefully we sound different. I moved the recording studio into a small room that has low ceilings. Because we were recording in a room that had like 13 or 15 foot ceiling or... Yeah, ceiling. I was going to say roof, but yeah, no. And there was like really no sound absorption at all. So now we're in a quieter sound absorbing room to for the most part. Anyway. Yeah. That's what we're doing. So whatever. You don't like it. Fuck off. Oh, my. <laughs> Fun fact. I totally forgot he moved the studio. And I so I went to the old one and then realized and had to run all the way back to the new one. <laughs> like it's that far. Well, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, we went first from here. Floor, well, I didn't want to be like, oh, we were on the first floor and I ran in. <laughs> Hey, those steps are scary back there. Why? Those are the those it's, are the best steps. Actually, I shouldn't say that's the steps. Like you hit that third or second one up, and you you just hear, "Hi, you're recording." That oh, scared my, the fuck out of me again. My security camera. Bitch is nosy. Hi, you are currently being recorded. <laughs> well, I flipped her off because she actually scared me. So I don't know if you heard me yell on the recording, but you're gonna know. I can hear you right. I was sitting here when oh. you were coming out. So I yelled at the bottom. Cause yeah, that window's right there in the Oh, stairway. so you heard me be like, not- Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. Because <laughs> I told the camera, I was like, I fucking hate you. I was like, not you, Kirk. Just you, camera. <laughs> I actually forget that that's where those are. <laughs> Sometimes I have um, moments, okay? Well, I always tell her, yeah, I fucking know. I'm the one who installed you. Right? Like, bitch. <laughs> like, we know. I wish it had, like, face recognition so it would recognize me and not keep saying that, you know, that... I'm here. No, because I feel like you'd somehow get it to recognize my face, and then it would just scare the fuck out of me, and it would just go... scream at you. Yeah, you would set it to that. You wouldn't set it to be like, hi, Tiff. No, it would just be like, murder scream. Ah." (laughs) Well, there's a cat that comes by every fucking night between 2 and 2.30 a.m. Is it black? It's black and white. Okay. And there's a black one, too. That one doesn't come as often, but the black the black and white one does its rounds. It must, like, make its trip around the area, and it gets to my place at the same time every fucking night. Because people feed them. Yeah, I had to turn it to um, recognize people only, so it would stop fucking going off at 2.30 in the morning. Hi, you're being recorded. The cat's like, meow? <laughs> well, only this one says that one. I don't have the one by the back door do it. No. For the first floor. No, that used to beep, that one though. Because if somebody... Yeah, that one used to make noise, but I turned that off, too, because if the person next door comes home... Oh, it, the range. Door is, like, right next to mine, and I can't prevent it. 
Because I want to see if anybody's coming up to my door, but yeah. Well, the motion sensor on it's fucking sensitive as shit. That tarp moves just right, and it's like, lights! (laughs) Everybody panic! Yeah, I know that tarp has, like, ripped itself, and it's no longer attached to the side. Just let it do its thing. I know. I need a new one, but oh well. So, how are you liking the next snowstorm that just passed? Ugh, I'm so fucking over snow already. It's fucking ridiculous. You just mad because it's been like how so many years? Over it. So fucking over it. I want to be in the warmth again. I know I was at the bank and she's like, oh, I'm ready for spring. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm usually not in winter. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm ready for this to be done. You're like a now. professional snowbird. Is that what they're called? Like, you, you go away when well, winter comes? Snowbirds once you're retired and you're old. But, yeah, the oh. snowbirds go from the, the north to the south in the winter. See, I didn't know it was only for old and retired people. My bad. Yeah, it's for old people. My bad. I am young. I know, you're 29. <laughs> Do I want to be 29 again? I probably would because I, well, I don't know. I'm where I'm at because of everything that happened, but... I think if at this point, if I was given the chance to go back, I might do things differently. I mean, why not? I always said that too. Like, if I could go back, I wouldn't change a lot of stuff, but I would fuck up my life in a whole new way, though. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would take the right in the road instead of the left. <laughs> you know, you get to the fork, and it's like I went left, but now, now I want to see try right and see what happens. Right. I mean, I would do certain things differently just to kind of see where I was too. But at the same time, there's still shit that I did that was stupid that I'd yeah. probably do again. I'd probably, I, I would want to go back to six months into living in Boston. Oh God. Is that when the, it, that was when the partying was going down? That was when the partying was going down and I was in a three way and there were just a few people that came into my life that I was too young to realize anything about them. Oh. Oh, Pink's texting me. Her new album was released. So for a second when you said that, I was like, who the fuck is Pink? I'm good. I'm good. But, you know, there were. I might have taken that offer or that road and instead of being enticed by the three-way and all the sex and drinking and drugs. The partying and the sex mm-hmm. and, you know, all that fun stuff. I might have chose the other route. Because there were a few that were, you know, there were a few guys that were older than me that were highly interested. And I was just like, oh, you're too old. (laughs) So basically sugar baby style. (laughs) Yes. I don't know, but that might have led to a life of misery. Who the fuck knows? Yes. Because you would have been so miserable having your own ship. (laughs) Probably a private jet. Yeah, I don't know. It, I have no idea. I know people. a lot of people say, oh, I wouldn't change anything. But it's like if you were thrown into that and you had to make a decision, how many people would really choose their exact same life unless their life is 100% perfect, which nobody has a fuck. There's very few people that have a fucking movie fairy tale life. I, even rich people, even having the most money you can have, you still have fucking problems. Well, obviously, but I guess like... But those people who are that rich would be like, I'm not going to change my life because I'm rich now. So why would I change anything? Yeah, true. They're not going to change it for the, you know, happiness. It's it's all about that money. Mm-hmm. It's all about the Benjamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. That's. Uh, I would change shit with my life. You're still so fucking young. You, you, you wouldn't have to erase much. <laughs> I'm going to be 30 this year. Still. I I'm mean, actually... you can't go back to like, you know, single digit age, you can only go back to like 
you know, right after high school. No, no, actually, I would go back to being 15 and start from there. Yeah, I don't know if that would be allowed. You're not How an would- adult. You can't go back to childhood and start over. You can only go back to when you started to be an adult and start over. 15? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, we'd have to evaluate and I'd have to sign off on that. <laughs> It's your life, but I have to sign yeah, off on all of life decisions. Yeah, I, I can't even hold a pen with my right hand correctly. That felt strange. <laughs> You're going to be 30 this year, but I need to sign off on all your life decisions because, you know, I'm all still an and adult. It's funny, if I went back, I could erase 30 years of my life, and I, it's a lot to erase. I was going to say, goddamn. It's a lot to erase if I could. You could do the same thing with a baseball bat and just get amnesia. Am, am, well, I know, but then I my path might be different. I might, I might be somewhere else in the world. I might be dead. Who the fuck knows? Tijuana. See, that's the thing. You have no idea if you if you had the opportunity to start over or change something. You could fucking be dead. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Could pick a path that you got killed in an accident or, I don't know, it was your time to go and snatched away. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I can see that, but at the same time... Think about how many less problems you'd had if you were dead. <laughs> I've never thought that way. I've always wanted to be present and living. Oh, yeah, me always. too. Yeah, me too. Liar. <laughs> You've already said on this show I know. before. Plus, I have three pairs of grippy socks, and guess what? They ain't from the hospital. <laughs> well, not like a normal hospital. So if that doesn't explain it, that doesn't say shit. Yeah, and, I, and you know, that might be the last 30 years of my life that molded me to i mean even even when i was younger i never i mean i had friends around me that killed themselves and it's like that has never been a thought in my mind and i oh. guess just some people's brains are wired differently oh i know it's just it, it's interesting how different we all are but yet we all want similar things in life right well like you just saying like you've never had that thought to me that's interesting as hell mm-hmm. like because i'm like holy shit like you've never thought about it no. Nope. And I'm sitting here going, I've been thinking about that shit for a while. I thought rip- about it for other people. I'm like, hmm, you that's murder. That's murder. You could have killed yourself last week. No. Oh, that's assisted that. suicide. <laughs> I've never done that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't wish mm-hmm. that on anybody. No. But, like, you know, and I've never wished death on anybody because it's not just them you're hurting, you know? Yeah. But, like, you know, you just, like you said, you've never thought it. And I'm like, fuck what <laughs> that's like in every other like weekly occurrence i'm like oncoming traffic maybe semi maybe oh I that looks it. that looks dangerous there's people that think about it multiple times a day i've had those days i really have i have not it's really hard to i i can i don't even know what the word is i, I can't relate at all all right. Well, and that's why I said, like, I can't relate to you, like, going, mm-hmm. never thought about, how the fuck did you get, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always, I mean, it, I don't think it's an egotistical thing, because I don't think I have a huge ego. Yeah, I'm a little arrogant, but it's... Just a little bit. It, it's just been, I've taught myself to be that way, to just not give a shit. I mean, I have to care about myself, not everybody else around me, or else everybody else around me is going to be miserable anyway, so... Well, right, but like you said, everyone's wired so differently, you know, like... I mean, I've always, I just value my life and being here and having fun and doing stuff more than anything else. It's like, I want to be here, I want to experience life, I want to sit here and talk to people that aren't listening. (laughs) I'm listening. (laughs) 
on the podcast. Oh, I was like, I'm listening. I'm just kind of zoning out, but <laughs> I am. Like, li- Who are you, stupid fucking people? <laughs> no, I was. I dead ass thought you were talking to me because I was zoning out this way. So I thought you were like, who's not listening? Like I'm listening to you. I'm just. That's not even. So this morning before I went out to my grandpa's. I stopped to get coffee, right? Yeah. I was waiting for the guy to make it, and I just hear, "Are you out? Are you? Uh, are you still? Are Are you out there?" And I went, "Yeah." He was on the phone. <laughs> I replied, and I came around the corner. I was like, "Yeah, I'm still here." He goes, "I was talking to my wife." I was like, "Well, maybe you shouldn't talk through the speaker." Well, I was inside, oh, but where he inside. was, I couldn't see oh. him. So, well, you shouldn't be talking to people who was is his wife there on the phone on the phone well yeah you should be doing that when there's people and helping you or yeah. when you're in a business of service or retail you shouldn't be on the phone ever if you're on the phone you put it down you wait till the customer leaves right well no i not like it's i said i replied like and i like stared at him weirdly when he came back around and i was like hi like i didn't yeah. know what the fuck was going on that just inconveniences your customer unless you're answering the business phone don't be on your phone when there's somebody that you're waiting on i yeah. don't care if you're over making something that always killed me. Like when like I've gone into restaurants where like you can tell they're like fucking around on their phone or something mm-hmm. and then you can tell who has to come get your table because then they just go <sighs> like you can see the shrug and then mm-hmm. the eye roll and you're like you're already going to be a bitch. I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> can I get a new you waitress? Know you can put the microphone I know and I don't know why I sit in. like this. Cuz you're like facing it. Now you should turn the microphone towards you. Twist it. Twist just this piece. Yeah. Because it only picks up from the front. I have the back shut off. Well, that's why I kept doing the... As I just did it again. That's why I kept well, doing the lean. me up, though. Oh. I might want to turn just a little bit. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's there we go. But that's why I kept doing that, because I was like... Because I knew it, <laughs> it was here. Yeah. You know, it's been one of those days where, like, I literally went to say something earlier, and my brain stopped, and I just went, uh? <laughs> like, that was the only noise that came out. Yeah. So, it's it's been good. It's been great. Everything I just I woke up with a fucking nasty headache and just didn't want to get up and took shit and it finally went away an hour later. Thank God. I don't know if it's I'm eating too many edibles on a regular basis. <laughs> it seems like like a, a an edible hangover the next day headache or not hangover headache. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just I don't know. I have to I have to keep tabs on it and see if that's what's happening. It could be your job, you know. <laughs> just saying. That's not very stressful. I just don't know what the hell the future in holds for me. I, I don't have a fucking clue. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't know what I want to do next. Oh, I'm like at a midlife crisis, I think. That's fair. But I mean, like, even with me, I'm sitting here and I'm like, there's so much more I could do with my life. Mm-hmm. That also requires me to have, like, ambition. I mean, same here. I mean, there's lots of things I'd like to do. I just don't know if I want to do them, if the struggle to get to that point is worth it. Right, because what if you go struggle to do it, and then... Yeah, I mean, I'm not not almost 30. I'm like, you know, half my life is over, hopefully half. (laughs) I was like, you better be knocking on some shit. I got enough going on. You cannot die, okay? (laughs) If you die, I'm going to Ouija board your ass back, all right? (laughs) Just to, you know, because if I pick the wrong path, I got to fucking start over again. I mean, you know, I, and I've I've pivoted my life one, two, three major times, and I usually get a little panicky and stressed out about it. But I always know that when the time is right and and what my next path is supposed to be usually presents itself to me. 
whether I see it and do it is another thing. Right. It's that left yeah. path. I was going to say course, and I knew that wasn't right. Same course, path, doesn't matter. But, you know, I'm like, the other day I kind of had one of those realizations that, like, everything happens for a reason, whether mm-hmm. it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like, emergency surgery, had to take a night shift job. Grandpa's in hospice, okay? I now have the choice to go and stay the morning with him. Mm-hmm. And so, and that works out because we didn't have anyone else. Yeah. But since I'm third shift, it works out perfectly. Yeah. Like, even if it's not the greatest thing, it's still lined up, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, I believe everything happens for a reason, and I believe we can manifest what we want to happen. It's just we're afraid to do that, and we think it's stupid, or some most of us think it's silly to do that. You know, like... <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> to like, you know, write down or tell yourself every day what you, what you're, you know, what it is and what you want. Jason Momoa naked, Jason Momoa naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes more than a few seconds. <laughs> it can take years of trying to manifest your future. What do I got to do? Put a damn flag outside? Jason Momoa naked. <laughs> Some people write it down every single day what they see in their future, what they want for their future. Some people just say it to themselves in the mirror every morning. I would like to live past 35 at this point. <laughs> I always said that, I, like, jokingly, I always said I might not make it to 30 because I, when I was younger, I did all that dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Now, 30's knocking at the door. I'm like, 35, maybe? <laughs> See, I don't I mean, that's, I don't even think about that. It's like, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. I can't stop it. Right. But see, like, that's the difference. So, like, you said, like, I guess in my family, like, we talk about death very openly, and I'm sure your family mm-hmm. does, too. Mm-hmm. But we just are like, fuck yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> Waiting. I mean, I had death very early in my family, in my immediate family, sudden death. You know, and it's just like, I learned very, very, very young, fifth, almost 15, that life can be ripped out from underneath you, that you just live each day. Right. And that's the thing. I try not to stress about tomorrow. I try to forget about yesterday. Right. And to me, that's interesting because that's the lesson you got from it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was eight when my aunt was in a car accident. All she did was hit her temple just right. She became Mm -hmm. brain dead. So for me, that lesson was it doesn't matter like what you break or, you know, if you get in a car accident or this or that material is always replaceable. Mm -hmm. A human is not. You know, so you got to cherish the human. And yeah, you could get pissed off because something got broke or this or that. But if it was to the point where they you could have lost them Mm -hmm. and you're still pissed off about whatever got broken, then your priorities are wrong. Correct. So. But it's funny that you don't value your life as much. I value my dog more than I value me. That's the interesting part of like you learned something early on to value life, but you don't value your own life. Like, there's been a lot of therapy sessions. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) There's a string that's still not attached. And, like, I've actually talked about that in therapy. And she's like, why? And I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. Like, I don't. I really don't understand the root of why I'm like that. Well, that's where I, I mean, that's where true, like, there, there is either, I mean, mental health is a, is a serious issue in this, in, in everybody's life. Oh, hell yeah. And I, I believe that there, you know, like you have no control over how you processed that when you were younger and Mm-mm. you can process it the same way I did, but have two separate results. Oh, definitely. And we probably did process things similarly, but we grew up in different decades. Yep. 
And mm. I think that influences our brain. I think having, you know, mental health issues that were never treated and diagnosed early on in life. And you, I mean, you're still young, so you have a good fighting chance of getting past <laughs> a lot of your, you know, insecurities and issues. It, 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 it takes work, though, and commitment. And it does. And, you know, like, it's, you know, when we always used to talk about, you know, you were always like, go to therapy, go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, fuck. You have to. I mean, that's the way of getting it out of your head as much as you can. Right. Well, now, like I said, I just, but I was raised to, you handle your own shit. You don't get medicated. You don't go to yeah. ask people. It was more suck it up, buttercup, and get your shit going. Which is totally so crazy because we are 20 years apart in age. Mm-hmm. And that was my generation and not your generation. Your generation was all about getting help and therapy and, right. and on the cusp of mental health and and medications and stuff. That's that's the crazy part of it. But then you throw in the aspect of growing up in a small town, which small town living is like 10 to 20 years behind. Right. And then, you know, because, you know, it's like for me, it was, you know, my grandma took my meds one day and flushed them. Mm-hmm. She was like, you don't need these. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't. Basically, it was. I don't want people to know that you're sad and there's nothing to be sad yeah. about. You don't need to take these. Which that's a federal offense, and you can go to prison for that. No, oh. mm. <laughs> not. There's no fucking t- proof. It doesn't matter if, if you're an adult. I was like, if you're over the age of sixteen, and they're not your legal guardian, no one can touch your medication. They can't touch your mail. They can't touch your bank account. They can't touch your checks. I think I was like seventeen. It's federal offense. But you know, like that was one thing. I think it's federal, but, but you it, can get in big trouble. Yeah. Don't touch your shit. But, you know, that was one thing. So that kind of made me go, okay, well, I guess I'm fine then. Yeah. Which probably should have been. Well, and see, her generation is, was like the generation that, yes, you swept everything under the rug. You kept your mouth shut and you just kept moving forward. Right. Oh, you got shot? Don't tell anybody. You're going to be <laughs> fine. Well, I mean, I had cousins that had gotten pregnant and they were sent off to another state to give birth and give their child up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when I heard about shit like that, we had a girl, I knew a girl, that her parents did that to her. They went on, like, a three-month vacation, and, you know, it was, yeah, it was fucked up. Yeah, I I mean, it's one thing, I mean, like, nowadays, the, the girl who's pregnant, no matter how young you are, you have a voice in it. Your parent, I mean, yeah, your parents, if you're under the age of 16, can say, can sign away your child. Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, it is kind of fucked up. But if you truly wanted to keep the child or have the child and give it up for adoption or keep it, you could petition a court and say, I want to keep my child. I want to be emancipated from my parents on this decision. And they have no choice. The court would probably side with the child as long as you had your head on your shoulders. Right. And that's the problem. But another thing is, too, I feel like sometimes like that show... um, Oh, 16 and pregnant? 16 and pregnant, Yeah. yeah. You know... Like, I get it. Sometimes people make mistakes and you're, you know, babies having babies type of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think it should be glorified in that way, though. No. Not, and I don't even want to say glorified, but like it shouldn't be put on TV like that. I mean, I never watched the show, so I have no idea if there was a if, if there was a lesson being taught or if it was just fucking there wasn't. Stupidity. It was just stupidity. It was like four girls and, you know, they're talking about being teen moms and how hard it is and blah. Oh, Teen Mom. That's what it was called. Oh, well, there, there's there was, two shows. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's several. Okay, both those shows right there. Yeah. Why? Like, these girls are going through enough shit with their families, their boyfriend who mm-hmm. fucked her best friend and then fucked her, and then they're both pregnant now. It's just... Yeah. 
why are we even showing this? Well, it's even like, I mean, I'm addicted and a junkie of the Real Housewives franchise. I watch them all, and I know they are scripted, and it's such bullshit, but some of these women, you know, like, the shit they're going through, and this crying, this whining, and this ego, and I deserve this, you know that's fucking true. Oh, God, Some of it is so true that it's like, God, you, I have such a better life than you do, and I don't even have, you know, much money. Right, like, I want to see why you think you deserve all that shit. Yeah. Because... You know, like uh, the Kardashians, okay? Oh, God. Don't like, I've never actually watched the show because I me, just, me I either. hate the idea of it. Yeah. But, you know, the like the little clips and shit where like one of them starts to cry and it's like, you can tell you they're pushing the tears mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. You were literally a multi, you have multi million dollars mm-hmm. and you're mad because someone wrote some bad shit about you on Twitter? Yeah. See, that's where it goes to show you that. We're all, no matter what kind of money you have or financial background you come from, we all are on the same emotional plane for the most part. The same things that can hurt you can hurt somebody who's wealthy and in the spotlight. Right. That's where it goes showed. It's just like, you know, and you look at that and you see it's like, yeah, you know what? Why don't you just wipe your tears and go fucking buy a Birkin bag for $100,000? So shut the fuck up. Right. Oh, oh, you're upset? Okay, why don't you clean your face? Go get on your fucking private jet. Go to Tahiti for two weeks and come back, okay? Like, I'm sure that tweet isn't going to fucking matter. Yeah. I think the thing that's finally kind of breaking down that third wall... Because there's a wall, I don't know if you know it, they they usually call it a third wall between like reality TV and, and real people watching it. Yeah. And the, you know, when, when more of like these athletes and movie stars and singers and stuff are coming out with their mental health issues and being honest about it, it, it that's reality TV to me. Publicize that more, put that on TV, do a little one hour interview with this person and, and let let them show the world that we're all normal. Right. Well, like... There's nothing wrong with us just because we don't have money. Uh, I had to think. Uh, Selena Gomez, when she came out about yeah. it and all this, and there's people ripping on her. Yeah, Demi Lovato. Yeah, like, okay. Suicide. So, you know, she tried killing herself. Right. So these people are actually coming forward to show you they're just as human as you are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they have money, but they're still a fucking human. Yeah, and as much money as they have, they can buy the best health care, buy the best best medications by the best therapist but they still have the same underlying issue that hundreds of millions of other American people in this world have right and then you're sitting there being like back in you know like the old school like people in this town for instance yeah. well back in my day we didn't have mental health no you did yeah you, you just did. chose not to fucking deal with it and that's why you're an Correct. 80 year old man yep. and as an alcoholic there was a, a an instagram video of some girl going on about um because I think she's transgender or she just supports the community. I think she's transgender. She looks, she's beautiful and she looks, she doesn't look like she was ever a man. So that's why I don't know if she was. But she goes on to say that, you know, there's old people or a, an older generation that are like, you know, oh, I'm okay with you, but I don't want to know about it and all this stuff. And, and, you know, back in my day, we didn't have that. And she's like, yeah, there were plenty of transgender. They were just afraid of you. They were afraid to come out because they thought they were going to be killed. That's the difference between now and then. Exactly. We still stand the chance of being killed by some crazy fucking nut job. But there's more people around you supporting you and protecting you these days. Well, you know, and that's like, you know, when uh, 
like my papa, not my papa, my one of my older grandpa, he made a comment one day. He was like, go ahead. We didn't talk about, you know, gay people back in my day. Mm-hmm. No, there was a reason for it because they were so afraid to have to, you know, be themselves because the same reason you just said, yeah. like. Well, you could be you could be killed in certain countries. It was it was illegal in this country. Yeah, you could be put in prison. You would lose your job. I mean, there was there was all kinds of stigma behind it. Just like women weren't allowed to work. You know, it there there racism in this country has been strong and thick for decades. Ever. Or a millennia, a millennia is what a hundred years? I think I don't know. Whatever. It, it's, I was it's like, a you're very the smart long one. Time. I mean. Probably back to the Victorian era, there was homophobia. Oh, I'm sure. Like, easily. But, you know, like, I actually did learn an interesting fact that women weren't allowed to go on, like, certain vehicles or certain, like, rides at, like, county fairs back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they were told their uterus would come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read, like, it was a fact on something. I was like, that's mm-hmm. bullshit. And I looked it up and I was like, are you fucking no. kidding me? White male in the in the United States and in most of the world... It just males in general controlled the narrative. Right. Yeah, they made shit up to keep women in line. Well, like there was a old ad too, and it's it had a foot soaker that came out from the bottom of the oven so she could soak her feet while she made you dinner. And my whole brain went, <laughs> Excuse me? But you know, like there's still guys out there who are like, Well, girls are supposed to be, you know, feminine and this and yeah. that. Clean the house, have the babies, make dinner. You know, or like, you know, I have a guy friend who tells me that I act too masculine and that's why, you know, everyone's always uh, a jackass to me and that's why people treat me the way I am. Well, he's he's the insecure one. That's why exact- he's projecting but, on you. But he always gets like that. He's always like, Well, I'm a real man. Great, I am happy for you. Is he masculine or do you think he has like feminine tendencies? No, he's well he has some, but like he always like tucks it real fast if it does yeah. come through. So he's hyper masculine, which means he has had thoughts about homosexuality. Oh, easily. Because but- those are the ones that get angry about it and like put it on somebody else and it's like there's nothing wrong with it if you could have the thoughts doesn't mean you're gay doesn't mean you want to do it you could have the thoughts because sex is like this primal thing in all of us yeah. and you know back cavemen days it was just sex they did it with fucking whoever they could whenever they wanted to go back to the roman times even fuck yeah, i mean you weren't gay yeah. you weren't straight everybody was just like hey i'm yes. horny you want to do an orgy fuck it yeah, sex was just sex and now we've associated sex with like gender and and sexuality and all that stuff and it and sex has nothing to do with any of that stuff no. it's a primal instinct that we have it's an urge i'm gonna say it's a human thing like yeah. it's a human need the only real thing out of it is you get satisfaction and you can conceive you can you can create a child with it i can't uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i've been waiting to be able to drop one of those jokes on here <laughs> You know, that, that, that's where it's just like, it's just crazy that people get so bent out of shape about sex. And it's just like, whatever, who cares? You Whether know, you're having it or not, it doesn't fucking matter. It's irrelevant. Well, that's like the stigma. Like, if you're a virgin after, like, 21, you know? Who cares? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if there was a really close friend, I might make some snide comment and giggle. But I, I If mean, you're close it, and you have that relationship, yeah. yes. But if you if you're saving yourself, that's great. That that's that's what's for you. I I applaud that. I would support it if right. that's what you want to do. More power to you. Some of us just didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put some guy naked with a boner in front of you. I'm like, ta-da! 
and tantalize you. You know, it's like somebody who's, you know, a recovering alcoholic. I'm not going to take him to a bar. So when you said that, like, guy with the boner, I thought of, like, those cat toys with the, like, ball and feather on a string. And that was the first thing. And you just kind of jingling. Like, lee, 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 a penis on a stick teasing. Get it, get it, get it. Just make him, like, shimmy up and oh, back. So do, the do the clap. Do the clap. Yeah. All right. I think we've ranted. <laughs> I know about much of nothing. But I so. also feel like we talked about some we did. shit. So. A couple of serious things. So that's all. All right. Well, bye-bye. Get dicked. Okay, out of being small-minded. You want to be like your father. It's approval you're after. Well, that's not how you find it. Do you? Do you really enjoy living a life that's so hateful? Cause there's a whole way your soul should be losing control